Welcome to Loki Convos with the JTI Peer Leadership Fellows. Hi, I'm Sophia. And I'm Lucy. Join us as we talk about topics that matter, current events, and ways that you can connect with our community. Jewish Teen Initiative at CJP connects, inspires, and empowers Jewish teens throughout greater Boston and beyond. Learn how you can get connected and subscribe on jewishbostonteens.com. We'll keep it low-key. Let's schmooze. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Loki Converse with the JTI Peer Leadership Fellows. I'm Sophia. And I'm Lucy. Today, in the spirit of Passover, we'll be asking each other our version of four questions. So I'm sure you all know that the four questions are a major part of the Passover Seder. And if you'd like to learn a little bit more about Passover and the four questions, please check out our podcast on jewishbostonteens.com. So we each came up with four questions and we'll be asking them to each other today. We have not heard each other's questions yet, so it should be a surprise. And they're kind of either Passover related or like springtime related because Passover falls in March or April usually. So it's springtime. So I can start us off with a pretty easy question. If you could pick one place to spend Passover, where would it be? I would spend it in Israel just because I've already spent it in Israel and it's so nice in the weather there right now or like during Passover time, April is perfect and I love Israel. So definitely Israel. And if I couldn't go to Israel, then it'd just be somewhere warm. Like I just like the warmth. I don't like the cold. Mm, That's interesting. I would actually say that if I could spend Passover at one place, it would be where I usually spend it because all my family comes together and I just really enjoy being with everyone. Sometimes there's still snow on the ground, but sometimes it's like getting to the 60 degree mark and you can drop your jackets and start to enjoy the weather at that time. So I like that time of the year in New England and I think I would stay here. 50 degrees in New England is shorts weather. Like Oh, yeah. You don't wear jackets when it's 50 degrees here. It's like shorts and flip-flops weather, like 50 degrees is the beginning of summer. So Lucy, I'm going to ask you the next question. What is a food that you could eat for three days straight? A Passover food. So it can be a food that is either on the Seder table or food that you snack on during Passover. So I actually don't like any of the foods on the Seder plate. I don't like eggs or bitter herbs or any of that. So I would say matzah because I actually really enjoy matzah and I love it with like butter or even peanut butter. I feel like you can come up with a lot of fun combinations. If I'm eating it for three days straight, do I have to pick one topping or can I pick any other toppings that I want? You can pick other toppings. Okay. Yeah. So I would pick matzah. What would you do? That's smart. I actually really like your idea of matzah, but I feel like my stomach would hurt. So I'd say salads because I just eat salads on the daily anyway. So that's why it's nice. But matzah, you can have so many different things. You can have pizza. You can have sweet peanut butter. You can have anything. Like honestly, matzah like with anything is just good. Or sometimes the plain egg ones or they have everything but the bagel ones but the bagel seasoning ones, those are so good. Have you ever tried chocolate covered matzah or like caramel drizzled? Yes, that's so good. Those are so addicting. I could eat like a whole plate. Me too, me too. Okay, so my next question was, if you could create your own Seder dish, what would you put on it? 
That's a good question. Is it just food or can it be like materialistic things? Mm, let's stick with food for this one. I think I would put, I'd still keep something green because like of spring and how that resembles new beginnings, new things growing. I would probably have some chocolate on it because I think chocolate is just essential to life. And it is also a plant from the cocoa bean. So <laughs> yes, chocolate. I feel like honestly, all the foods that are on the Seder plate like really make sense. And if you want to know about what each of the foods on the Seder plate represent, we're going to have that in our blog post. But yeah, I think just adding some sweetness if we added like something like chocolate or anything that's sweet, maybe like a fruit to resemble how like now we're free would be a nice addition to the Seder plate. I like the idea of adding chocolate. I would add dark chocolate. That's my favorite. But besides that, like I said, I don't really eat any of the food on the Seder plate. So for me, I don't know. I guess instead of an actual egg, maybe like a chocolate egg. <laughs> Let's see, wait, you're a picky eater? Yes. I've definitely tried like the bitter herbs. And I think I've tried an egg, but besides that, I've never even tried the foods. I just have that like inkling that I wouldn't like them. So I've never really like eaten them. Do you know what I mean? Yep. I know what you mean. So I actually have another question that I want to guess about Lucy. So Lucy has to tell me if my answer to this question is correct. So I am going to say a food I think Lucy would not be able to survive without. Like she needs to eat this food. She incorporates it every day. And I think this food would be a banana. And this is because Lucy will either have a banana and peanut butter as a snack, or she will incorporate it in her smoothie bowls. Bananas are a key part of Lucy's life. So for this reason, I believe she could not be able to live without a banana. Is that correct? Yeah, you're correct. I couldn't find a better answer than that. Can I guess what food you would not be able to live without? Yes. I think one food that you would not be able to live without is avocados because I know you love your avocado toast and putting avocado on salads. Avocados are essential to my life. By the way, I'd like to let everyone know. So for the last episode, if you haven't listened, go listen. We talked about Purim and we talked about like Shalok Manot and Lucy made me hamantaschen and they were so good. Oh. So hit Lucy up if you want any type of baked goods. They're amazing. I appreciate that. I have to admit, I did not make the dough. My brother did. He's the baker of the family. However, I did stuff them with Hershey Kisses and jelly and jams. So my next question is, what is your favorite springtime activity? Passover is all about spring and new beginnings. So I thought this one was very appropriate to this episode. During the springtime, I really like to go on walks because I love springtime weather because it's at that point where it's not too cold where you need to bundle up, but it's not hot where you like get hot from walking outside. It's like that perfect, comfortable weather where you can put on a sweatshirt and be fine. And I just love walking in that weather and the sun sets later. So it's just awesome for walks. I love being outside during the spring. And also sometimes my family will like plant new flowers in the spring. So that's nice. So anything outdoors, because after being inside all winter, or like feeling cold, walks are nice. Yeah. It's nice to defrost from the New England winter. I agree. I think my favorite springtime activity is just being able to sit outside in my backyard and just enjoy the weather, soak in the sun. Yeah, I remember last year during quarantine, I'd go outside and do my homework outside. And it was just so nice because that was my daily activity, sitting on my porch. Throwback to spring 2020. 
just about a year ago. Crazy. So I have another question for you, Lucy. What is your favorite Passover memory or tradition that you have? So I'll talk about what my family does every year for Passover. About 50 people on my dad's side of the family, like my dad's mom's side of the family, so my grandmother, her family, we all get together every Passover for a first night Seder. And it's been like a very long-standing tradition, about 65 years, I think. I think that's the reason that Passover is one of my favorite Jewish holidays, if not my favorite Jewish holiday, because I love like getting to see people that you haven't seen in so long and just getting to be with everyone. And like I said, I don't really like the Passover dish. I just love getting to see everyone and sit around the table, even though there are many tables because there's usually too many of us to sit around one table. It's just nice. And like the tradition of like, we all have our own parts in the Seder and it's just fun to get to walk around and talk to everyone. So I guess the whole experience is my favorite part of Passover and my favorite tradition. What's yours? My favorite, usually for Passover, we spend it with my mom's friends. And then we'll do like one night with my mom's friends and one night with family. So it's always really fun because you see people you don't always see, like you said. And I think my favorite part of Passover, when I was younger, used to be finding the Afikomen because I'm the youngest of three. So it was always really fun. And usually there wouldn't be anyone younger than me at the Seder unless it was my younger cousins. So it was always fun finding the Afikomen. But I think now my favorite part is just going through the Seder. And I just get excited for the food because I'm so hungry. Like Because this reading, everything takes so long. So then the food tastes so good and you get so stuffed. You forget how stuffed you get every year. Like It's crazy, but it's like the best feeling. Yeah, I feel like matzah adds up. During the whole Seder, I'm like snacking on matzah and then it just adds up. But it was even nice because last year during like virtual world, we were all still able to connect over Zoom. And this year we're doing another Zoom. And even though I'm going to be in Israel for Passover this year, I'm planning on still joining the Zoom. Yeah, I think being in Israel for Passover was my favorite memory because we spent it with a family that was Orthodox. So we were there until like 3 a.m., Wow. which was a really long time. And I was like nine or 10. So I was really tired as anyone would be at 3am. But it was so nice because everyone like the whole country basically was like in Passover mode. Like you could see everyone burning the hummates, which is the bread and cleaning out their houses like the day before. And there'd be like huge trash bags outside of all this like hummates. The whole country, which was so cool because here in America, it's like me and a couple of my friends, you know, but there it's everyone and just felt like such a big like community and like everyone was doing Seder. Everyone was like those, especially those like two like Seder nights. I think they only do one Seder night in Israel, I believe, but still like it was just such a meaningful experience. And we went to the Western Wall and Passover the day after. So Mm -hmm. very holy experience. Wow. That is so Beautiful. But that kind of answered my last question because my last question was what's one thing that you experienced in Israel during Passover that you would want to kind of tell people about? And that was different for you to celebrate Passover there rather than at home. Do you have anything to add to what you just said? Yeah, I think just more of it being everyone's doing it, not just like your family and another family. Like it's the whole country or basically like the whole country. And I remember in Israel, we went on the street called Meisharim, which is this like very orthodox street in Israel. And we were walking on it to like this house that we were going to for the Seder. And it was just like 
everyone was cleaning up. Everyone was doing all these things. So it felt like, it just felt like everyone could relate to you, which a lot of people are obviously Jewish and celebrate Passover in America, but it's not the same feeling because we have school on Passover and like your teachers can give you like an excuse to like be late the next day or something, but it's not the same as it in Israel. Yeah. Wow. That sounds really meaningful. And I'm really looking forward to celebrating Passover in Israel. Yeah. And I think it's going to be really interesting for you because you're older and I think it's going to be very impactful because if I was nine at the time and I still remember it years later, you're going to probably remember it even more because you're older now and understand things probably more than I did. But I felt like I could understand most things in Israel at that age. Like that's like a pretty good age. If you're like 10, like, yeah, like I had some brains, I guess. Oh yeah, for sure. So I have a final question for Lucy. If someone can be at your Seder, anyone, they can be famous, not famous, alive, dead, whatever. Who would that person be? Oh, that's such a good question. And I'm going to need to think. Okay, so I'm having too hard of a time to come up with specific people because I'm indecisive. However, I think something that would be really cool is to have an open invite Seder, like any Jewish people who want to attend or maybe even non-Jewish so that they can learn about Passover, but like a beautiful Seder that everyone brings their own tradition to. And like people in our Jewish community, you should come, your family, my family, all the Jewish families, and everyone brings their Passover recipes and traditions. I know that's not the answer you were looking for. However, I still think that would be a pretty fun Seder to attend. I really like that idea, actually. That's very interesting because it's all about being together and like Eliyahu, right? You leave a cup of wine outside the door for him and you invite him in. It's like the thinking of anyone can come, anyone can join. We're all like Eliyahu and we can all come together. I love that. Guys, Lucy's so smart. I think I'd spend it with like a famous rabbi because that'd be cool. Or I'd spend it with a famous TikToker because it'd be interesting to educate someone who might not know about Passover about our Jewish traditions. Okay, I have a new answer. And this one, I'm not like a huge cooking show fan. However, I would want to spend it with like Gordon Ramsay or like a famous chef. I knew chef. you would say that. I just knew it. I just knew it. Like a famous chef so that they can make really good food for Passover and actually make it so that I'll, I'll eat the full meal. That's really smart. I knew Lucy would say Gordon Ramsay. Like, I, I just knew it. Yeah, that's smart. Oh, I would also spend my Passover with, like, a comedian. I don't know. So who... me? So you'd spend yeah. it with me? Oh, that's so sweet of you. But, like, who could really make it entertaining? Because... So okay. me. Yeah, totally. Sophia, you're invited to the Seder. It'd be interesting to have, like, a pop singer or, like, someone who's in a movie or TV show come because they could just entertain it and they could sing all the prayers, like, well. Like, it'd be actual music to my ears. Well, okay. So we're inviting a couple famous chefs. We'll have some famous musicians. Yeah, Sophia. We'll have a couple famous musicians. Me, of course. And then it's an open invite. So any non-Jewish, Jewish, anyone can come because it's just a beautiful, welcoming Seder. So when is this? Maybe in a couple of years. You have to gather enough resources. Okay. All right, everyone, stay tuned because Lucy and I are actually planning this. We're going to reach out to all these famous people and they already know us. Don't worry. We have connections. We're going to have this Seder. You're going to be there, but there's only one rule. You have to bring a dish because this will be a lot of food. Or will Gordon cook all of it? I know he criticizes people's meals a lot. So, so let's might- have Gordon do yeah, it. Let's have him cook. 
Okay. All right. We can bring our beautiful smiles and mm-hmm. our beautiful voices. All you have to do is show up. So that was a fun episode and I'm happy that we got to do this. I thought that was a clever idea. And again, if you want to hear more about the actual four questions and about some other great Passover resources, check them out on jewishbostonteens.com. Check out the JTI socials to see some great posts about this podcast. And we'd love to know what your Passover Seder looked like this year. So if you'd like to let us know, you can email us at lowkeyconvos at jtiboston.org and lowkeyconvos is lowercase. So we'd love to know what you did and we'll be definitely updating everyone on what we did. So thank you for listening. Have a lovely day and we're looking forward to the next episode. Bye.